0: Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it, as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes.
1: I am here with my dad, Paul Kenny. I am Boer Kenny and this show is all about stuff. We are the Consignment Heroes. We we sell stuff, we buy stuff. We are a show about stuff, stuff, stuff. Um, If you do want to call in, we are a live radio show and I usually take too much time to get out the number so I'll get out the number right now. If you do want to contact us right now, the number is 416 360 Four, zero. Again, this is this is a radio show all about your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. We're talking about really anything. Your family heirlooms, your art, your sports cards, your stamps, your your old toys, your dishes, your old purses, lamps, statues, old clothes, dolls, tin cans, anything you can really think of. You got sports memorabilia. If something has been sitting there for a long time and you just want to get like, it's time for Christmas, time to move things on. And so those holidays, give gifts away, go buy more stuff. This is that, I'm going to say we are probably the best recycling program. So we can get through, we can get, maintain the value of the things that you have and make sure it finds a happy home or Mm -hmm. make sure that other people's stuff find their stuff in your happy home. So if you do want to call in, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. The toll free number is 1-866-740-4740. That's
2: it? Normally, you have a lot
1: more to say. I'm running out of breath. It, okay, because it, you it, talk
2: about your pen and paper.
1: No, it, well, it's this weather. It's this weather. Like, it took me like an hour to get down here when it usually takes me like twenty minutes. Because it's this like it, they when they said um, like it, freezing it's rain. I get used to it. No, no, no. When they say it's freezing rain, usually it's like sunny and twenty degrees. So but, I believe them this time. Can you imagine how many people are stuck? in the house right now, and have to listen to us? No, they're not stuck. They don't have to listen to us. They choose to tune in, but like, they're not stuck. I, like, you know, it's, it's nice enough I say to... that in
2: a sarcastic way. It's oh. not, they're, they're actually glad to listen to us. Okay, i got to get some business out of the way first. I know, I know the board's lighting up right away. December 4th, this Thursday, this Wednesday, because of the response, we have to move it to the big hall. So we're moving it into February. Because of the people who want to bring down items, and because of um, we want to have a live studio audience, we want to have a lot of things. So the filming has been moved from December fourth, which is this Wednesday. Do not come down here. Cross it off your calendar. Whatever you got to do, uh, don't. You can still call into our show, into my store, and find out what stuff is worth or and items like that. But December fourth, do not come down to the to the Jefferson. Uh, the studio's here. Yeah, don't there come will, down to the Plex on Wednesday. Well, you can come down if you want, but we're not shooting the show live that we're day. We're not shooting the show. We're moving it into February. So we'll be, be in the big hall like we were before with a large studio audience, and we're going to have some fun with that, okay? But I just want to get that out of the way because people will come down here, and they'll be mad at me because we've been saying so much about this. I will mention this again later on the show, how not well, to come you, down. You can come down here and just stand outside with a sign that says, in February, just yeah. do that instead. So then they'll know. They'll know. Got it. Got it. So, no, we're, we've got such a response. We're moving to the big hall. We expect another big audience from that, and we'll be running it for, uh, say, three hours, and we want people there to be clapping and stuff like that and bring down their items. And it's also, yeah, it's, it's in the middle of December as well, you know. Well, yeah, well, it's we- it's weather here, you know. It's, it's sometimes It's nice, Canada. Sometimes get used to it. I am used to this it. This is a wonderful country. This makes us appreciate the summers even more. How's no, that? No, I I, hey,
1: I love winter. It's just sometimes when you're driving and you're like, oh, that, that's a lot of ice.
2: Yeah, or, it just catches you off guard. Or I go, when I'm driving, he's like, that guy doesn't know how to drive. No, sorry. Okay. So I want to talk about um, a couple things. I know with the board here, but I got to talk about... Um, uh, no, I'll go to the board. So you don't even know what you're gonna talk about. You have no, a list. No, I do. And like I have so. a list, but I want—I don't want to rag on something right away. I do not want to be uh, rant on something right away. I'm just—are
1: you sure? Lady. I'm sure. Okay, take
2: a call. That's—that's that's new. I
1: gotta say that's new. Usually, you, you start with like a five-minute rant about this and that. Like you know what, this guy sold his gold. He shouldn't have sold his gold to him. Should have went to us. That's usually how your your show no, starts. No, no,
2: I want people. No, not sell to us. I want people to get a second opinion, and I will be talking about a second oh, here opinion here. But go ahead. Uh, okay, let's go to uh, June and
1: Mississauga, or is it Mississauga in June? <laughs> Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you very much. Uh, no, it's June in Mississauga. It definitely isn't isn't uh, the month of June.
1: No, it's not. No. <laughs> it's
3: horrible. Anyway, um, quickly, I have um, uh, dishes. They're um, uh, Royal Albert. Mm-hmm. Um, what's to say uh, Rose. Oh, I'm think I'm getting deaf and blind.
2: Midnight um, Rose.
3: Um, it just says Royal Albert Bone China, England Celebration.
2: Oh celebration okay yeah now the royal albert patterns is not we could talk a lot of, on the week on this show about cups and saucers right um and what we want on those and royal albert's not one of them okay, okay. i mean These a are, lot of times i'll get more money for one cup and saucer than i'll get for a whole set of royal albert right and because it they were dishes to be used um uh what you have with that now what we need is Inside the bowl. Now, if you look inside a Royal Albert cup and saucer, it's mainly all white. So, what we want to do, and I want people to pay attention here for a second: when you look in the bowl, it usually flares out. So, there's a shape for that, it, and it's where your tea gets really cold really fast. But they paint flowers inside, and oh, you're, paint... you're talking about cups and saucers. Yeah, but you're you're oh, I'm okay. I'm an old because that's where the money is. Well, I got to get
3: the cup to out.
2: <laughs> oh, you're getting it out, okay. Yeah,
3: I had a bowl out, not the cup out. Okay. Because it's all part of the set, and the cup inside is completely white, and on, yeah. one, on one lip there's a cluster of flowers.
2: What you'll end up getting for that, they used to sell for about 65 75 a place setting. If you bought them new in the store, they cost you around 200 But now you will get between 20 and $40 a place setting. So if you have 12 places, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, because what's happening is the kids, I have 200 sets of China at home. I'm an idiot, okay? I used to be um, Replacement's largest supplier from Canada, or one of the largest suppliers from Canada. We used to bring our China from here and bring it down to the United States. So, um, but what happens is, is that... um, uh, the kids don't want it. I have like two hard sets left over. My, I have three kids. None of them took it from me. They all yeah. bomb in big box stores. They yeah. want the stuff to be plain white. Right. So, and it's got gold trim. Doesn't go in the microwave. Doesn't go in yeah. the dishwasher. Right. And guess what? These kids are late. And I'm not going to say these kids because right. he's right next to me. But they're not as, they don't care about the bone china like we did when we were right. growing up. And it was sometimes we hand it down. Like the big business on this used to be where if you had 12 place settings of say uh, midnight rose royal albert and you want to give it to your kids and you have three kids and you want them each to have eight say you had to buy another 12 place settings so that's where the the business was right a place like replacements used to sell it to people like you okay or right. to people who mothers who want to give the kids don't want it now no they'll take it and they'll just put it out in the closet put it in a box and it stays there until a guy like me comes along and says, here, I can sell this for you. Yeah, okay? I,
3: in- I inherited it up
2: actually, right? Yeah, now. you see what I'm saying?
3: Now, the other thing I have here is, like, I just uh, need information. It's an adderly fine-boned China, England, but has a gold number 500 on it. Does that mean anything?
2: No, it means sum. That's probably the pattern number. Okay. Because when they were doing it up, they would put that on the bomb so they knew how to paint it up. Okay. Okay, and it's just a style number or something like that. Because they had to keep track of it. Right. To them they were just China. Right. And Adderley is a, was a fine China, but it was more so it was not in one of your main line like Dalton, Minton, Royal Crown Derby. Okay?
3: Okay. And I guess nobody's interested in corn flour anymore.
2: Colored corn flour. Yes. But the other uh, where they used to sell for about ten dollars a stem, as I call it. Right. Um the cornflower right now will sell for about $2 per glass. Some people still like it. Right. And, um, but the colored stuff, the pink, the blue, the green. No. That sells. Like a, but not as well as used to. But I used to get five, dollars $600 for a, a pink bowl. Really? That's, yeah. but no, it I don't was have corn the colored
3: stuff. I've got sets of the glasses from the little brandy glasses. Yeah. To Use them. The enjoy
2: glass. them. You know something? Use them and enjoy them.
3: Well, this is what I want to know because, like I said, I, I've had the kids over and I've got their name on chairs. And Not that I plan on leaving quickly. But, I know. Um, this is all from experience of my mother's and my father's house and settling their estate and everything else. And I find it's much easier if you don't have this stuff when you're gone.
2: Now, but also, I'm going to say, our value to helping a person like you out is that in that, if you're giving it to certain people and you want to do that, somebody can call us over and we can tell you what some of the values are so that one kid doesn't get a $400 chair and the other one gets a $9 chair.
3: Yeah, I don't think they really care. I know. There's but only you... two of them, and I don't think they really care. Oh, okay, okay. Because they already paid off their mortgages, so I don't think they really care. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> all right, hold on. She...
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. You got this, fans here? this mom for sale? <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. No, no. They, um, they, they're they, they not really concerned about that part. Um but I'm just, you know, looking at this buffets of buffets full of glasses and dishes and dishes—and and we do use them at Christmas time and stuff like that, right? Because Every day's Christmas. Trying to, keep trying to bring them out, convince them they should take them.
2: <laughs> no, use them. Every day's Christmas. You know that's the problem with Christmas—we reserve yeah. it for one day. Yeah. No. No. Wouldn't it I, be I, nice I, to have 365 Christmases a year? <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I'm serious. Yeah. If you treat every day like Christmas, you're and, and, and you're generous and, and having fun with it, and you look forward to the day, yeah. I'm just saying that that's not the worst idea in the world. It might be impractical, but it's not the worst idea in the world to start off every day thinking right. today is Christmas. How's no, that? This
3: is true. This is true. Okay. Okay. Thanks for your insight. And if I decide that I'm going to split it up with the family, I'll be sure to give you a call.
2: No problem. When and,
3: I have it listed and I know exactly what I have.
2: Go through the costume, jewelry, and the other thing, you seem like you're, you're, well, you got everything connected up. Tell them the story. Even if you hide it away on the back. This is to Paul, and just say, here's how I got this well, chair. Well, you already gave it to yourself. No, right. no. I don't know what your son or daughter's name. Just say, here it is. If you know what they want, think about, tell them the little story about how you got it. You know they're giving it to them. Put an envelope on the back of the chair. How's that? Okay. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. I will do that. I've got them taped on the bottom, their name and uh, whatever, and uh, and and a history. Actually, I just got rid of my Blue Jay stuff to my young son, and because mm. um, eventually he'll have a house. No,
2: eventually, so eventually they'll win the he'll World have Series a man
3: cave. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: But and I hope- am doing my best. But I just, you know, was really stuck on this stuff.
2: No problem.
3: So mm. anyway, thank you very much. I won't keep you any longer. I enjoy your show. Thank you. Thanks for taking my
1: call. No problem. Thank you. Thanks. Um, Make me th- smile. Is that why you put like, does that why I found my name at the bottom of the chair? Or was yeah. that just like, hey, this is your chair. You sit at the table in this
2: spot. Yeah, no, that's more It's Bogart side here. Go to the next. Oh, call. Okay. Uh, let's go
1: to Bruce in Toronto. Hey, Bruce. Uh,
4: uh, yes. Hi, I'm here. Hi, Are you hi. hearing me?
1: Yeah, we mm-hmm. can hear you. Welcome to the show.
4: Great. Hi, thanks for uh, taking my call. Um, about five years ago, um, my close friend passed away, and I went down to the bank with the bank manager to clear out her safety deposit box yeah, okay and I discovered um, nearly three pounds of gold coins and we um so I called in uh, um an appraiser because we uh, we had to have everything on the estate. For probate, um, yes. Uh, yes. And um, he just weighed um, all the coins, um, sort of briefly sort of listed them, and gave um, a value based entirely on the weight. Now, the thing is that um, <laughs> the, uh, a lot of the coins are quite old. And my feeling is that the coins are, could be worth considerably more than the actual weight of the gold and I, I i wanted to ask you i mean I have things like like four ten dollar gold u s coins from you know from the eighteen hundreds i have um three twenty dollar u s coins from the the turn of the of the twentieth century um you know like from eighteen seventy three to nineteen o four i i have Mexican pesos that are old i have um uh, 31 French gold francs going back to Emperor Napoleon III. I mean, and I have Canadian commemorative coins as you would expect. Okay. The early ones, you know, I I don't expect. Uh, my big question is whether these coins could be worth more than the actual than yes. only the actual weight of gold.
2: Oh, of course they can now. There's two things come into play here. Come down to condition. So I don't know how you're keeping them, if he kept them in little packages they, or.
4: Yes, and they are in mint
2: condition most okay. of them. time. Well, the early stuff, condition means a lot when people are collecting it. But uh, gold, um, I don't know how to put this right. In a, Your guy did you a favor by doing it that way, probably the fastest way for probate. If they're right. worth more, then you will have to, you should get them what we call graded or slabbed. Okay, I talk about this with cards and autographs. The way to get the extra money is you have to have third-party grading on it. Now, we can do it, uh, especially on the American stuff, you'll have to send it down to the United States. But we certain things are worth grading and certain things are not. If it's only going to be in what we call an AU, almost mint, uh, almost uncirculated, a gold coin might still only be worth within 5% of its gold value. But say it's an MS-65, which means mint state and means really, really nice. You can almost see yourself in, the, in this coin. On uh, in the case like that, it might be worth double or triple the gold value. Okay. And so, but you have to go. You have to bring it in. You would have to bring them in, and we have to go through. Uh, we have experts on staff who go through it, see what should be graded, what should not be graded, what should be bullion or not bullion. On um, because most of the but eighty percent. If it sounds like an accumulation, because you just mentioned what a lot of gold collection they have—the francs, which or the sovereigns, or you have the American. The American's got your best chance of being worth money because That's in, what I thought, yes. the European gold to be worth money generally has to be a rare issue, and it'll yeah. have to be comes from a coin collector rather than a gold collector. But it also has to be in nice shape, and usually has to be much older. We sold a gold coin for thirty-five thousand from, but it was from seventeen hundreds. Okay. So we have to see it. That's where you use us. I'm I'm glad you called because I know there are other people out there the same way that are thinking like this. They've got the coins, they don't know what to do with them. Uh, not what to do, they want to know the value. We can tell you that. And it's it's what we now I charge for it. I mean the first half hour is free, but I charge, but it might be the best money you spend because just I can do the whole thing probably in an hour. Where I can say right. here, this should be graded, this should not be graded, this is just bullion. Most of your Canadian stuff is going to be is just gold, okay? Because right. right. like the exactly. because they made thirty five thousand of them, okay? But even some of your older, um, uh, like the American dollars or the twenty dollar yeah. pieces, they might have made a million of it. It'll never yeah. be worth more than the gold value, okay? Right. Which is right. good. You got three pounds of it. I'm not. I'm right. actually jealous, okay? But. <laughs> yeah. That's what you should do. And the stuff that is, um, you can either turn it into bars in some cases, which I'll appreciate because there's going to be tax liabilities on some of, not tax, HST, on some of the non-pure gold. Now, it all depends what you're planning on doing on the future. You know what I mean? But we can advise you on how to grade it up, what should be graded, what should not be graded, what can be sold, and what if you want to keep it. It all depends on what your plans are. Okay? We work for you. Okay?
4: Well, yes. It would have to... It depend on, you know, um, on whether they were worth substantially more than than just the gold yep. um, um, weight. Because, I mean, you know, they, but, but,
2: and, but that's and, why you need they, me. I have to see them. You right. really now we're at the point where your story was great, but now you have to go into action. You have to bring them down. We'll take a look yeah. and we're not going to force you to sell them. We're just going to tell you what to what you can do with it. You need one or two opinions on this gold. OK, right. I'd like right. one of them right. to be ours. We can help yes. you with it. What can be graded has to be graded, and then when it gets graded, we'll tell you where, which, which is the best way to sell it. through auction, ah, through sale, we can advise you. We'll just give you the yes. advice. We can take the horse to water. We can't make you drink. How's that? Right. Okay.. Right, right.
4: Sure. <laughs> that okay. makes sense. Good. Thank you. Uh, no, yeah, well, yeah, I know I do I, I, I know for sure that I, I, I do have to.
2: Okay, to do this ten, We're at 10,000 341 Young street. Yeah, unit number two. Unit number two. You can call through to 905-737-4653. You can ask for Paul, Mike, or Walter. Any one of us can go through it for you. Take a couple of hours, and uh, we can help you like we help everyone else every oh, day. Are we getting horses? I, like
1: I, I, I don't know. Like That's what I got out that's of that. That's
2: what you got out of that whole—go to the next call. Okay. Holy cow. No, holy horse okay um
1: no we're gonna we, uh, thanks for the direction but uh we're going to uh if you do want to call us we are taking your phone calls live all about stuff the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740 again that's 416-360-0740 the toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740 more calls after the break
5: For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD.
6: Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory.
1: Zoomer hits FM 96.7 in downtown Toronto. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We here live down here in the Zoomerplex taking your co- phone calls all about stuff. Stuff, 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 stuff. Christmas stuff. That's you what getting paid by the stuff word? Yeah, stuff. Okay. Stuff. You know, remember like uh, Alan Iverson? We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game talking about practice okay that's Stuck. lost on me what st- you didn't you didn't see that no uh, really it, What? I it was 2006? I'm a raptors fan I don't even know the other team It doesn't matter there. it was it was like the biggest thing that happened he missed practice and got reamed out and he had a he had a um uh like a post I don't know and just an interview or whatever and he was saying we're talking about practice we're talking about practice not a game not a game we're talking about practice okay oh my. I got your point oh. That uh I lost on your generation. Actually, I know. for sure. Uh let's go to Bruce in Etobicoke. Bruce, how you doing? I'm fine,
7: uh, Bogart, how are you?
1: Good. Welcome to the show.
7: Oh, thank you. Um I purchased at the uh the big show uh, uh Paul goes to uh, yep. uh, uh Mississauga there, a Bobby R rookie card, a PSA five for six grand. It's nicely centered and everything. I just wondered if Paul thinks I, I did okay or not.
2: Oh, yeah, I think, no, okay, Canadian? Yes. Okay, yes, you did. Oh, thanks, Paul. That makes me feel good. Yeah, no, no, but, but I'm glad you brought up the thing about grading. We, like, we talked about that person with the cards. I, was it graded? You, you felt uh, confident by buying a graded card, right? Yes. And I can't overemphasize that. If you get autographs, we get them graded. Hold on, is it, who is it graded by,
1: though? PSA. Okay, there you go. That's I know. A, dude, that's a tick, Yeah, a you have
2: to get, anything else is a waste of money. On that card, if you want to get the money. So, no, your card's probably in today's market, $7,500 Canadian. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, Paul. So someone actually just wanted the cash, and they says, here, I'll take this, yeah.
7: Well, as less at the show, he has a bunch of old vintage cards, and um, he wanted 6500 And another guy that knows you, Ed, he went with me, and we talked him down a bit. And then I just said to him, well, I'm leaving. Um, I might be back tomorrow. Will you take six? And he said, yes.
2: There we go. Wow.
1: That's how it's done. You gotta like it when that happens, eh?
7: And no, I but... might be getting that. Um, was it uh, PSA six that you? Yeah, I, I I bought a PSA five, and I might be getting your PSA six that you sold to some other guy down the line. A friend knows him.
2: Oh, small world! In this world, uh, it's a small world sometimes with the people who know everybody else. So I'm sure. um, that came out wrong, but it's a small. It's it's funny. I once went into a shop. And uh, I bought a collection, and they hadn't been taken out of the package. I sold them to, uh, 40 years ago, and uh, they still had my stickers on and my handwriting on it. Yes. And that makes it kind of makes, makes you feel like, holy cow, no, no time has passed here.
7: Well, um, the guy at the show, we call him Half Price Ed. He sells everything half price. He knows you. Does that ring a bell to you?
2: And there's so many people, you know, I go by faces. I'm getting old. I'm starting to forget stuff, eh?
7: He's way at the back, and he sells everything for half price. He knows you, but he knows the guy that bought it from you. And when the guy buys a 7, I'll be able to buy his 6.
2: Okay, got it. Okay, <laughs> cool, you're okay. moving up the ladder. But I can't overemphasize how what we help people on this show, what people give us collections. I have um, a 52 mantle going out for grading right now. Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for it to come back. I'm hoping to get between a, a five and a six on it. And that's the only way you have to do this on oars, Gretzky's, uh, the big cards. You are a fool if you sell them any other way. Yeah. That's the only way to put it. And unless it's uh especially uh to get the real money on it. Okay. Thanks for the call. Our board is full. I gotta go, and I'm glad you got a good deal. Thank you very much. Uh,
1: um Yeah, that's that's always cool. Like when you were moving up the ladder on it's like, yeah, and I had a had a um
2: well, that's how to invest. That's how to do it. Keep on buying as much as you can afford. If you're buying stuff, I know we're about people selling to us, but if you're buying, buy the best quality. You can never go wrong buying quality.
1: I know we have a, a, a few more to get to. I just want to uh, get to one more. We'll go to Sal in Etobicoke. Hey, Sal.
8: Oh, hi. Uh, I've I've saved this uh, this ticket from Secretariat's final race of Woodbine. Okay. It's big red on it, and it's in mint condition. Well, mint. It hasn't been. You know, it's been kept well. And two uh, dollars. Uh, yeah, two dollars. Now I I would think you know because I've. Kept so many things, and then I see the values were not worth much. You know, just, I think it's 1973, there'd be thousands of them around. But when I looked it up on the internet, I see people are selling them for, for quite a bit 150 to 4, 425. That's what they're, they're asking
2: for. Yep. So,
8: so is there, what, what would you advise me to do with it?
2: Oh, you can sell it to me. Oh, yeah. Um, and, um, but, or you can put it on consignment. Yes, it actually was. I didn't know that. Okay. Now I'm going back to a small world. Someone else dropped off the ticket with the uh, program. Okay. okay. The program's probably worth, oh, 100 to 200, I would say.
8: Yeah, I just have the ticket.
2: Yeah, and the ticket's probably, 150 is on the low side. I've seen people sell for more money. It was in good shape. Um, the $2 tickets, it sells because it's a very fa- it's a famous horse, famous race, mm-hmm. and it still sells. I mean, uh, uh, the, I wish you had a ticket for something like Northern Dancer. That's the only well, ticket you it, have?
8: I, I wasn't around when Northern Dancer <laughs> ran, but okay, yeah, I was there at the race with something to
2: it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was there too. Yeah. No, I.
8: That was something to I see. Thought, I thought a lot of people would have collected them. I didn't. I was surprised when I saw how I many what people are asking for. You know, two
2: bucks is two bucks. Yeah. I have one person. I think I heard, but this is about a year ago. He has a hundred dollar ticket. He didn't cash in. Now he should have gotten fifty two dollar tickets, but he has a hundred dollar ticket. Because it wouldn't be, it would be the same value, right? Is a two dollar. Yeah. No, but you won't get fifty times. You won't get That's ten thousand for that <laughs> ticket. No. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So
8: yeah. So it's when I come down t- next time, uh, I'll bring it down with me.
2: Thank you. And okay. you might have other stuff. Yeah, video. I've
8: been down before, and I'll come and see you again. Okay, thanks, Paul.
2: Thanks. Bye. Thanks.
1: Uh, let's go to Glenn in Toronto. Hey, Hello. What's happening? Hey, what's
9: hey Bogie, Paul. What's How's happening? It's the, the pie, pie man. man. How you doing? Fantastic.
2: We're just talking about some. I know that you have one. A uh, uh, a big red ticket. Yeah, I don't
9: sa- have one. I have many, but uh, okay, they're, they're worth about what he said, 100 doing 100 and a half. If okay. you get them slabbed, like you talked about earlier, yeah. you could probably get the value up to 250 if you get a good graded number. And most of them grade fairly high because people just put them in their pocket, took them away.
2: Yeah, yeah.
9: But, anyways, I'm, I was just calling to thank you for coming out the show. You signed a few yeah. autographs for the people, they're getting pictures. It's always nice having a celebrity at the big show like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now you're making me blush here. Now, but you know, I talk, this is Glenn Pye. You know Glenn. He is my expert for jerseys. And people have jerseys out there. Oh, I want a jersey. No, no, but the old game worn jersey how yeah. much if you had a nineteen sixties Leafs jersey, what would it be worth, Glenn?
9: Sixties Leafs? Yeah. The least it'd be worth is five or six thousand, and the most could be up to a quarter million if it's something historic. Oh, wow.
2: Totally
9: like Johnny Bauer saw Chuck from 67 or something like that. Um, in fact, when I talked to Johnny Bauer, he said that was the only jersey he had in his collection was the one he wore in the 67 finals because all the other jerseys were took back by the team. That's why there's so few around, and they actually recycle them to minor leagues and things like that.
2: Okay. yeah, but, but Okay, go ahead.
9: Well, they, jerseys. Are, I bought 20 jerseys yesterday, but Even lesser jerseys, like we had a gentleman come up who was a policeman who worked the show, um, was a longtime minor league player in OHA. He's got a bunch of stuff. He's going to be calling us because all types of game jerseys, you know, junior, senior, whatever, they all have value. People people collect them, and they're always worth more than just a a, you know replica signed jersey. Those don't go for as much money.
2: Yeah. Now you've also you also an expert on contracts. Anything signed by the Leafs or any of the con- any of the players? Actually, and so any many players,
9: con- contracts including Hollywood, rock and roll. Like one of the greatest contracts we bought recently was the contract for Evil Knievel to jump all the bike buses at CNE Stadium, which was a very historic uh, jump. But we broke the record. I don't know, twenty five buses or something. And uh, we have that contract signed by him. And of course, he died a number of years ago quite valuable. But any type of document signed by famous uh, sports personalities, political explorers, royalty, rock and roll, you name it, it all has big value. And in fact, right now, there's like sales are even higher because people are buying Christmas presents. So it's a great time to sell stuff because we can sell it to other people that want to gift it to someone for Christmas.
2: I mean, you know, I'm just, you made me think about that, the Evil Knievel. Suppose you had the contracts that were for uh, the O'Keefe Center when it was back then, when Led Zeppelin or uh, Jimi Hendrix played or Massey Hall. What did they do with all their contracts?
9: I don't know. They've never appeared, so they could be hidden away in some archives somewhere. Additionally, like I bought a poster the other day from the first show at The Rock Pile. So The Rock Pile had Zeppelin twice, had The Doors, had a lot of famous bands. And I don't know where their contracts are, but, I mean, you could be looking, I mean, if it's signed by the whole band for some of these, like uh, a Zeppelin full band, ten to $20,000 probably. It's, it all depends on how many are deceased, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, A Beatles contract typically goes fifty to 75000 if cool. you have the four. Now, we also, when we had the authenticators in a couple of weeks ago, we got a photo signed of the Stones, but with Brian Jones who died in the late sixties. So yep. That one's worth probably four or five thousand, whereas the current stones band with the living guys might be worth fifteen hundred to two thousand.
2: So there's money in this this is why I tell people they don't they, they, they have a painting on the wall they know is worth money. It's the stuff in a drawer or the stuff that they've put away 25 or 35 years ago. Like I say, the sweaters, quarter of a million dollars would change somebody's well, life. Hold
1: on. I, I want to know, because I really want one. How much is a Kobe signed jersey?
2: Oh, that's so
1: boring. Why?
2: Oh, Glenn, I, how much would a Kobe? Kobe, this is well, the guy I'd ask.
9: Very expensive. He's really kept his value up, even retiring, because a lot of times there's a little bit of a dip when they retire, but just a Kobe signed jersey's 800 If it's game worn, it's over 20000
1: Whoa! Okay, hold on. How much is it for a Kobe sign? Is it 800? 800 it's US. $800. Yeah,
9: oh. $800 because he really restricts the supply of his jersey. So, yeah, obviously you need to have that autograph authenticated. Hopefully it's like even from his own shop that sells the Kobe sign stuff. He has a, a name of a company that markets his material.
2: I I still That's think you have I to still be an expert. Think he was one of the best. I know, but my your fandom, I'm we're talking about prices. Our listeners out there want to know about prices. They want to know about stuff they have in their basements. They want to know about Uncle Ed's jersey or something or someone's at a concert. Like Glenn is also the guy like old programs and old t-shirts from the concert. You went to a concert in 1972 and it was the Stones. How much you get for a jersey like that? For a t-shirt.
9: Yeah. You, you know, and I used to buy all my shirts and I didn't wear them. And I take them home, and I go, I must be nuts paying $20 for a T-shirt. But we've gotten anywhere from two to $500 a shirt for them.
2: So wow. T-shirt. Up,
9: it was almost as good as buying IBM stock. Not quite as good as Apple, but buying uh, <laughs> co- concert shirts was very good investment.
2: Okay, thanks, Glenn. I gotta have one day. I'm going to have you down here, but we're going to advertise when we have you down here because the board's full right now, and a lot of people are getting frustrated. Now but,
9: you'll send a limo for me and
2: everything, right? Yeah, in this weather, for sure. Yes, 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 because I know okay. you don't drive. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. All right, thank you. <laughs> thanks, Glenn, for the call. Now that makes me smile. Yeah, that, no, that's no, we had a good, good time at the show. Glenn, Glenn does very well. Glenn knows his stuff. He's probably be the only person that would be able to say that I was wrong on something. I, yeah, that's true. Um,
1: but just Christmas idea, I want a Kobe jersey. Okay, I'll keep
2: that in the back Not, of
1: my mind. I don't need a sign. I just want a Kobe jersey. I just want, I, I can't find that thing anymore. Well, then we're going to find out how you
2: handle disappointment. Okay. Okay.
1: Good. Well, I even give you the Christmas gift and my birthday gift ideas, and you still don't get it. Yeah. That's your father for you. Um, that's going to go
2: to uh, Rick. Rick's there. Rick, hey. how you doing?
1: Good
10: morning, gentlemen. How are you?
2: Well, it's uh, nice and cold and slippery out. I guess you're not working that hard today. Are people coming out and looking uh, yeah, at the houses but, but today?
10: Don't, yeah, don't let the weather get you down because, okay. you know, we're coming into the uh, Christmas season and, you know, people are feeling great. Uh, as a matter of fact, last night I, w- I was at a dinner party and the owner of the house had the house beautifully decorated inside and out. I mean, it, was, it showed so well. And, of course, the conversation always turns to real estate. What do I think of this? What do I think of that? And, of course, they ask. When's a good time to sell? Is it a good time to sell now? And I say absolutely, especially with the way your house and your neighborhood shows. So, you know what? We're coming into the Christmas season, uh, and people think, well, you know, things might slow down. And no. Uh, The fact is uh, there's less on the market available. So if you're thinking about selling your home, it's actually a great time to have us come out, have a look at it, uh, tell you what we think the house is worth, give you advice on what we can do to help you out, and definitely put it on the market because uh, come springtime there'll be more houses to choose from. Because people naturally think, "Well, let's put it in the spring market." Whereas we're we're in a great market right now. The market is good, and um, you know you could probably make your house look as best as it possibly can this time of year.
2: Snow Here's covers a problem. lot of a lot of problems, eh? When the snow's yeah. out there, you don't have to cut the grass. <laughs>
10: okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: No, and, I know. And everything
10: looks like a winter wonderland, right? So it looks, homes tend to show nice when everything is covered in snow. So this... I, I, and again, you know, we want to uh, emphasize to your listeners, you know, we, we do come out, we, uh, I, I look at your house, you get a free estimate of what I think the property's worth. Um, I give you advice what we can do to improve the value of it. And even if you're thinking of putting it on the market in the spring, uh, we can, monitor what the market is doing in your neighborhood, and keep you updated as to what the value of your home is week to week, month to
2: month. You know, I don't understand that. You know, give us a call. I don't understand, I heard that 15 times this week. I'm waiting for the spring. And I, right. I say to people, I says, well, if it doesn't sell in the spring, then you're waiting for the summer. Isn't it much right. better? Just if it sells, you pick the time when you're going to, you pick your own closing date. Even if you sell it tomorrow, you don't want to move Mm -hmm. until March 1st. You get to say March 1st. I'm not selling it until March. I'm not moving out of here until March 1st. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't realize that. And like I I said last week, what a great Christmas present. If someone says, here's Mm -hmm. a million dollars for Christmas, you've sold Mm -hmm. your house, and the stress is gone. The stress is gone. You don't have to think about it then. You know, and then you plan the rest of what you're gonna do with the million dollars or two million or mm-hmm. five hundred thousand, whatever the number is. But you get the sure. stress out of the way. It can only help and I mean, if someone doesn't offer enough for your property, you just don't sell it. But right. the timing is that the longer it's on there, you got a shot at selling it. And I would right. wanna like I say, in the spring, I don't know how many times I heard it this week and I'm only one guy. There might there might yeah. be five hundred thousand houses coming on I, I the market. I hear spring. it
10: all the time. I hear it all the time. They wanna uh, some people want to wait for the spring market, and I tell them why. Right yep. now, the market is, is strong. Uh, they're under the impression that things slow down in the winter time, and and they don't. They don't slow down at all. In fact, people are going to be off for the holidays, which means we're going to have more people looking at your home.
11: Which yep.
10: usually means more money for your home. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it is a bit of a myth. Um, now is an excellent time to put your house up for sale, definitely.
2: Especially in Toronto market. Okay. Right. And g- give me your number, Rick. Uh, give me your number yes, here.
10: I, I, I can be reached at 416-258-3972. Uh, Rick DeBog from Royal Page Real Estate Professional. I can be reached anytime.
2: Yeah. And the other thing, we're not going to be there December 4th. There's no. We moved into February, and in when we're going Great. to be so busy. That's the other thing about this. Right now, I have crews, and I have time right now to end, empty and declutter someone's house. If I get 15 yeah. houses on on for February 9th for uh, the springtime, I'm not going to be able to do it. I won't be able to give it my right. full attention. Right now, I give it It'll full attention.
10: That's going to be a challenge.
2: Okay. Thank you, Rick, for the call. And uh, my pleasure. Safe driving out there. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy and now,
10: the rest of the day. Great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>
2: Now, if you can't get a hold of Rick, you can always get a hold of me, 905-737-4653, up at our uh, store in Richmond Hill, and we'll get you in touch with Rick, and we can start uh, the process going. And like I say, if you're thinking about the spring, do it now.
1: Get it done. I think it was a little bit too late for me to tell people to get a pen and get a paper. Make sure they both work because there's still a lot of information, a lot of numbers to come out. Um, if you The do gold wanna... numbers are coming. no, Not right now. Uh, if you do want to contact us, we are still live for the next about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, if you want to call in, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, it is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 740 4740. More your calls after the break.
5: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options they'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
7: Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're here live down here at the Superplex, taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere. Stuff, 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 stuff. Better? More? Yes. Too many stuffs? No, just stuff, give stuff. the number. Uh, pretend it's a call-in show It is, it is today it is We'll pretend like today it is The number reach us right now is 416-360-0740 uh, Let's go to Luis in Toronto Oh, no, Luis Luis Okay, hey, Luis How are you? Good, what do you got for us today?
11: Yeah, Um. love your show, by the way, my friend Always listen to your show, very informative And you're very all-knowledgeable uh, So I got Beatrix Potter, a jigsaw puzzle, Miss Moppet Okay, it's a hundred interlocking pieces. The assembled size—it's like a little box here. And it's,
2: but what year is it out of? Now the Beatrice Potter stuff is not as good as it used to be. Oh, what year uh, is?
11: What year is it? Yeah, um, should say in the box. I don't see a year right now. I don't see. Um, I don't see a year on here.
2: There would okay. Is there a barcode on it?
11: A That's barcode. A- I going see a barcode on it.
2: That's a good thing. No, barcode being be newer, so I'm gonna, okay. okay. It's going to okay. be pretty. Now, uh, the Beatrix Potter puzzles are about twenty to thirty dollars. Um, they're, um, you know, it was a very popular thing. Even the the um, the children's wear is not has gone down a bit in price because people are now onto things like uh, uh, Voltron or Megatrons or Transformers or that. They're right, even probably right. old stuff. So this would be older school stuff. Okay. And the kid and the people who are collecting this are getting older and getting rid of their stuff. Right. And the kids don't relate to it the same way. Right. Okay. Um, uh, I spent the morning the other day with my grandson watching uh, Count Dracula or something and monsters, and I couldn't follow it. He was all he was all enthralled with it. And I said, oh <laughs> "What is this stuff? You know, they're, they're, you show them the Peter Rabbit and the uh, uh, Beatrix Potter stuff. They're not going to relate to it the same way unless right. we sure." Kind of to tell them about it, but the the puzzles are thirty dollars, and and that's if it's in good shape, and and you have to put it together. We right. don't a lot of the puzzles we get we've donated uh, to some of the seniors' homes, right? Um, just because uh, they like them, oh, and okay. uh, for the amount of money I'm going to get on them, I'd rather donate them and make someone smile.
11: Right, I see. And what about the plate? I have a plate here. It's a it's a Beatrice Potter plate, and it's a frog on a lily pad. Royal Albert is anything any value? To yeah,
2: that? you got ten fifteen dollars. Ten fifteen
11: dollars for that? Yeah, it's like no. a little saucer, like a um, um, like a little yeah, little saucer plate.
2: Yeah, uh, ten dollars if that.
11: Ten dollars you know? if that. Okay. And this
2: is the problem. Now here's what we're doing, and sometimes mm-hmm. the downside is what we buy from Toronto, we sell to the world because the world has more money. Right, but. On a $10 ride, and by the time I, if I'm doing a consignment, I'm taking 30%, right. and uh, I put a person doing it, and he takes him five minutes to do it, takes five minutes to pack it. Right, right. I've already lost money on this piece. Yeah, so we no, try no. and have a minimum price of stuff we can sell. Right. And that's why I try and, to tell people that we bundle stuff sometimes together. Okay. Okay. It's just the logistics of it because it it does selling online. You get more money, but you have to get enough to pay for the people who are doing the work.
11: That makes sense. One, one quick question. Yep. Barry Manilow, 1984 programs, uh, concert programs. Would they? Do they have Fifteen dollars. Sorry.
2: $15. $15, eh. People okay. still collect Manlow. I put what I do with them. I put them with the album sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'll sell them that way. I'll group them together. People okay. like, you know, th- that's what the uh, the programs do, um, uh, Manlow, but they make you smile. Right. You were at sure. that concert or someone you know was at it. No, and, my
11: friend was. She likes it very much, very long. She's like, yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's, you know, that's a big, th- those are a thoughtful gift. You know, when I I talk about this all the time, about going to my friend at Clapperson's Corners we're going out to Southworks. Go out there, and you're going to see thoughtful gifts. You don't have to line up in one of these big box stores or line up in one of these malls. Southworks, spend. where's that? Where's that? <coughs> Southworks is 73 Water Street, Cambridge.
11: Oh, in Cambridge. Okay. You
2: mightn't go out there today, but it's like a, it's like 35,000 square feet of unique gifts. Oh wow. Okay. Now I'm just gonna say that it's gifts because it's. It's the bowl and the you know, a bowl set that'll bring you back to 1950s. It'll be um, like you say, the Beatrix Potter. You'll see that stuff there. Wow. You'll see everything. There's it's a hundred dealers, I think, on there, all under one roof, and they're just uh, they're all competing. They give you good prices, but it's unique stuff. And like I say, if you've got your father or your kids, bring them along with you because you'll watch them as they're going down the aisles and the kids will say, ooh and ow. Right, or, uh, right. yeah. your, mo- your grand, your mother's going to pick up some. I remember this. Well, yeah. then you can bring that home. You just sneak it into this. You, when she's not looking, you go back, get it. And you bring it home because it made her smile. And for 10 or 15 or $20 to make the smile at Christmas time, knowing that you made the effort, the extra effort. You know Anytime. what
11: I mean? Anytime. You said, Chris, makes smell. Anytime. Sure, it makes yeah.
2: Sure. Like, I consider some of this stuff, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, the stuff you see on TV, uh, the, the television channels and stuff like that, that's future garage sale stuff. You know what I mean? So why not buy it at the right price to start with? Because sure. you have to pay uh, $50 or $75 for a bowl set, and you'll see there for $30 or $20 or $15. Right. And guess what happens? 10 minutes after you're at home, it's now used. Right, you know what I mean, and some. Oh, I had to buy something new. Well, <laughs> ten minutes after it's home, it's now used. So, what? How'd that work out for you? You know what I mean. So, yeah. I'm just saying that people, you can go out there. Say, Paul sent you. They mightn't give you a deal, but uh, the all the stuff is reasonably priced. If you go to uh, my friend at Clapperson's Corners on Highway Six, just south of the four hundred one by the Dinosaurs. If you see him, he's got great big two big horses outside of, the way into his place. He's got twenty thousand square feet of stuff, and if you say to Ron, you need a deal that Paul sent you, he might give it to you. Hmm. Ron owns the place; he owns everything in there, and he's got a bunch of unique stuff as well. The wow. two best places in the in in, in Western Ontario, or even in the Toronto area, the dealers from Toronto go out there to buy their stuff and bring it to Toronto. Okay, but Clap Clop- Southworks Antiques Mall, seventy three Water Street, and you can just actually look it up at that way. Or my friend Clapson's Corners Antiques. They I I talk to them all the time because. I like it when people do that. I was in the mall the other day, and people are lined up to get into a shop to spend two hundred dollars on a piece of clothing or something. I don't understand it. That's just me. Sorry that that's that's not even my rant for the day. My okay, rant's coming thanks, up. Okay, nice
11: speaking to you, and keep up the good work, gentlemen. And, Thank uh, you. Happy holidays on CT4. Happy holidays and good good New Year.
2: Happy thanks, holidays you to you and all our listeners out there. But I want to talk about. It. I was in the post office the other day, and they have this. They had a half ounce coin. And it's hundred and fifty nine dollars. And I know people are gonna think of that as an investment. hundred and fifty nine dollars for half it might have be been an ounce of silver. My guesstimate was it was a half ounce of silver. And it was a hundred and fifty nine dollars. That's a future fifty dollar item or sixty dollar item on eBay. Well, half an ounce of is worth ten bucks. Is yeah, physically ten. $12. Twelve bucks. Twelve Okay. Bucks. 12 okay. Bucks. Call me a liar for that. I will but I'm talking about this, and this is what I'm saying about um, there's some of the there's some channel on there where they have the coins, they, they sell you purses and all sorts. It's on TV where someone's always hawking something like that, and the prices are through the roof on it. And I says they're saying it's like a deal. We'll give you four easy payments of one hundred and twenty-five dollars. It should be one easy payment for one hundred and twenty-five dollars, and you might break even to it. And They think they're buying a collector for a collector item for their kids or their grandkids, and I'm going to say right now they're Grandkids as grandkids might break even to this. It's not a if you're going to buy silver and gold, keep your premiums
1: well, low. Yeah, they're not. They're not selling you like silver at that point. They're selling you more like the commemorative part of it.
2: But, but that's too much. The most, you know, something in the government. There's only one section of the government that actually makes money. It's the mint. They make it figure. They make it both ways. They actually make money, but they actually make a profit oh, on their I money. I see what you did there. Yeah, but the government. And we all know the government does not make money unless they're really super overcharging for the stuff. Okay? So I'm just saying this. They actually do make money both ways. But that's not my rant for the day either. My oh. rant for the day is like yesterday, at the end of the Spread day. Spread them out at least. Like, give okay. me a rant at the beginning, the middle, and end. I'm going go, to start off with the gold and silver price because I want people to copy this down, and then I'm going to go on to this. Nine, we could give this every week, 10 karat gold per gram, is around $2183. Copy these down. 14 karat gold. You can call our store and get them as well, though. It's 14 karat gold is 30.50 per gram. And 18 karat gold is around 39.29 per gram. And your silver is 56 cents a gram. And a dollar's worth of silver pre-1966 is $11.37. Okay, these are all Canadian prices. And the eleven thirty sevens per dollar. If you've got ten dimes pre nineteen sixty six, they're going to be worth eleven. One dollar is going to be worth eleven thirty seven. The am saying, hold that, on, can you hold your rant
1: to twelve o one? No, I can't. Oh, I have a call to get to.
2: No, I got this. Is this is important because this is okay? Oh, here he goes. Buckle up. You want okay? No, no. Yesterday at the end of the day, pickers go along, and we even now We deal with the trade because we pay a high price for stuff. We deal with the trade. There are other professionals out there. So a person went to Valley Village, sorry, and they brought a bowl that someone donated to them. It was 800 silver. I gave them $379, uh-huh. okay, for a bowl that they bought for $4.99. Okay. Because so that's what it was marked. It was marked 800 silver. The people at this big box store didn't know. They don't care. They're getting the stuff for free. They're not even a charity, okay? If you're going to give this stuff, it's much better. If you want to give money to charity, sell the items and give the charity the money. The charities never complain about getting money, ever, ever, ever. But this here, this was um, $379 for one bowl that they, someone gave them for free. They priced it $4.99, and she made $374 on this one bowl. Okay. Now, that if I'd gone to someone's house, I would have given them, I don't know, $300, $320 for okay. it. Okay. And I was marked 800 Now, the reason I'm saying this as well is because a lot of people, we talk about 925 silver, which people know about. It's 900 Sterling. But 800 silver is also silver, 835 and 830. Okay. We'll, I'll come back to this after you yeah, take a call. Yeah, we'll, We're can, taking a call. We'll
1: continue the rant at 1201. Uh, let's go to Ina in Toronto. Ina, sorry, I think.
6: Hi, um, I have some gold Krugerands. Okay. They are 1978. Okay. And it says fine gold, one ounce.
2: They are um, one ounce. One ounce. But they'll weigh 34 grams because they're 90% gold.
6: Okay, they're 90% gold. But they're no, not
2: no, no. 100%. No, no, but here's what they've done mm-hmm. in a Krugerand. What they've done is given you extra, it's 34 grams. One gram of gold is only 31 grams and change, okay? So there is one full ounce of gold in that coin. Oh, okay. So you're not getting ripped that way. But And back then, that was the only way people could get gold. I think our maples started about 1979 or something like that, okay? Mm -hmm. And they competed. They were pure gold. Now a lot of people like to deal with the pure gold because there's no HST factors on it. Now we take in the cougarans and we can we buy them um, and we melt them. We don't, they've got no numismatic value going on. They'll oh, never okay. be worth more than the price of gold, and they are a problem that way. But we can turn them into bars or we can turn them into cash. People like them when we turn them into cash. But the cougarans are one ounce. They also came in quarter ounces and, and half ounces, okay? So you can and they have the we can test them at the store. You can bring them in any time we do buy them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or or just you hold them as, as gold. But that was yeah, the gold well, standard. I, I,
6: I have quite a few, and I just thought, you know, I would sell off a few. There's um, nothing wrong with but, that. The price of gold, because I bought them in 1978. So at $300. So it's considerably.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Um,
6: but um, I want to make sure that I get the best price for them. Uh, so... I, I would get the equivalent then of what an ounce of gold is going for on that particular day that I'm training the man. Yeah.
2: You usually oh. get around 93, 94% because they are a tax thing. So you're going to get, uh, you're going to, gold right now is at 1960 Canadian. It was as high as 2060. In this yeah. area, you're going to get around, uh, so call my store, but it's going to be around 1890 or something like that. So 18, really, 80. really close to the market value. Yeah. They're, okay. they're within percentage points of it. Don't sell them. Like, if you go to these these uh, rambling stores, shows that go to these uh, malls and stuff, uh, not mm-hmm, malls. No.
6: No, yeah. I actually have a coin place that I go to that I think is pretty reputable in the city of Toronto.
2: Okay.
1: Okay.
6: Uh, but I just wanted to check that. So thank you so much, appreciate the information. Yeah. I'm going to no see no you
1: problem, 19, um, thanks for the call, and that, that's a good that's a good point, so if you want to call them, call us too, compare the prices, boom, lock it in. That's what it is, yeah. if they if they're the person give to that gives you more. Exactly, they give it to her, no problem. We, we we love when people do that. Uh, we are running out of time. Should be game oh, around this 1870. One, this is, this is okay. one point I want to make to anyone that has any type of precious metals though, is um, keep, keep that information typically uh, where you're keeping stuff to yourself. Don't
2: don't share that information with other people. No, don't tell me. Don't
1: it, don't, where, don't tell them where it is. Don't tell them nothing like that. Don't tell them where it's hid. Yeah, don't tell them it's hid. Nothing yeah, like that. If you tell them where it's hid, it's no
2: longer hid. Yeah, exactly. Is that what you're making? Yeah. Are we going? Yeah, we're I'm going. I've not finished my rants yet. Thanks for the calls. Uh we're gonna have to see you next week. No December 4th. Do not come here December 4th.